We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app WTIC. What a fun conversation. I love getting yelled at from people who totally misunderstand what I'm saying and can't let go of it. <laughs> that was fun. Dave in Windsor Locks. Hello, Dave. Dad, how you doing? Well, can't you tell? Well, you're fired up, and I love that because you're pretty neutral. I, I love your attitude, man. You're not, you, you say it like it is, and you're the greatest host on this station. That's all? Can't you give me a bigger universe to dominate? Well, listen, I got a point to make. All right, go ahead. I, I live in a town. I live in my town, and I send my oldest daughter to public school here. Mm-hmm. I fought through the troubles and woes of what it was, and I realized that if anyone can go to any school, well, then I'm going to travel to the greatest school in the state and send my youngest daughter there. And I found a way to do it. She has a tenfold better education than my oldest daughter did mm-hmm. because of public education. All right, but what's the takeaway for this? Is this a public school you're sending her to? It is both a public school. You're right. Okay. There is a little more money in the other, and what they didn't do is I found a school that didn't take money from the state. It's Follow just a local, money. it's exactly. locally funded. They didn't take any of that, so they could choose what they wanted to do. And it made me realize that public school teachers don't even need an education, and those kids come out with a perfect SAT score. And You're talking about at your new school? The new school my daughter goes to, she's yes. going to graduate this year, it is a public school. But, yeah, but is that where you were talking about? I'm trying to understand your last statement. Were you referring to the new school that your daughter is going to? Yes, it's great. It's excellent. But I researched it, and I said, well, I can send her there because everyone else can seem to switch schools, right? Mm-hmm. I found a way to do it. Okay. Under the school, um, the union that they use, which undermines every single system. Yeah, talk quickly. I've got like 15 seconds left. Give us a takeaway for your call. Okay, so anyways, my daughter that doesn't listen to all the tax breaks, she goes to that school, that school that doesn't take the initiative got it. to take the breaks. She has a 10 times better education than the school that does. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is public school or private schools don't even need an education 
and they come out a better a better oh education. okay well yes you know uh, yeah so there's less standards for teachers and stuff thank you for that dave It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Where's that guitar? There it is. I love that guitar. Isn't that amazing? Think about the royalties that go to the guy who wrote the song. And then he's got to give some of it to the guy who wrote the his guitar player and he used to give him a piece of the action which he, the guy deserves I think Guitarist it's Kurt Cobain deserves. though so I guess it goes to his estate you think Kurt wrote that little oh, oh yeah. he wrote the song yeah Kurt wrote the song right yeah, yeah. But he wasn't the lead guitar player was he uh no I think he was I think he was. I might I be. Know, but I might be wrong. Usually, the way the bands write is one of them. You know, one of them writes it, and he's sharing it with the other guys. And somebody goes, "Oh, let's try this." And oh, somebody goes, "Oh, I like that." <laughs> it's probably true. Yeah. And the producer goes, "That makes it a hit. That's it. We've got it." Okay, who's next here? It looks like um, it looks like Victor and Canton next. Hey, Victor. I want to comment on the uh, caller before the news. I totally agree with them as far as what he was expressing and talking about. Oh, the color, are you talking about Matthew who was yelling at me for something I didn't say? Well, you know, he had good points. He had very good points. And, I, you know, I, I, sometimes I don't think you allow those things to come through properly from the, your listeners who call up. I mean, your program is about listeners, not you on the pulpit with your philosophical uh, jargon. Really. Without it's not about me? No, like, I'm just a conduit for the calls. Is that what you're and saying? You're not, you're not the best host on TIC. And I shouldn't me. give my opinions? No. No, no that's interesting. You, you should help your, 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 your callers that, when they call to make sure they develop their expressions properly and, and, and clearly. But that's I it. tried to do that with Matthew. I, you know, you, I couldn't get him calmed down enough to really do it. Cause well, he, you're very he, difficult to calm down when you talk to because you're. I wasn't. I wasn't excited. Jargon. He was excited. Hey, that's all you care about. Is your philosophical jargon. Yes. I gotta go. Well, I, I love my sake. philosophical jargon. Isn't it funny how um, how much time people spend investing in stuff they claim to hate? Like he's called before Victor and given me that lecture. Why listen all day to something you can't stand? It's very interesting to me. We need to get a psychologist on here to explain people. Rich, hello there, Rich. Outstanding yourself, sir. I, I'm good. What's going on? Uh, just listening to Matthew's little diatribe, and two things I pulled away from it. One, he kept saying he read the books, he did the work. It was hard, but he did it. A lot of students today are in that same boat, and not only that, if Matthew's that passionate, I'm a special education teacher myself. We are in desperate need of help. Every school district in the state is looking. Matthew could come on board and help us out. Well, I think he's busy. I think he's got a life. But the, fir the first point is more relevant, I think. You know, what exactly is the difference between students? He explained that he was a driven student who was going to succeed in whatever school system he was in or whatever school he was in, and that his brother wasn't, 
and the same school he thought that was so brilliant couldn't couldn't educate his brother and i don't think that's acceptable i think everybody's got to be held to high standards and the schools have to be market driven and provide schools that fit for different children so they get educations 100 percent. we're all responsible for our own actions and our own efforts Yes, but are schools doing an adequate job, Rich, of giving kids that message, of providing a forum through which schools are going to be appropriate for the child, and then they're going to have high expectations put on them? Honestly, no. And what would be the, if you could, how many years have you taught? I'm about to start my 23rd. Okay, so you know the system inside out. What would you do if you could wave a magic wand and make a new school system? How would you structure it? Honestly, they're starting to do more with reality-based and transition and life skills, which a lot of our students desperately need, and also personal accountability. Because think about it, if you and I don't show up to work for an extended period of time, we're going to lose our jobs and we can't take care of ourselves. But nowadays, it's just the... If I want it, I'm going to get it, and we don't really have to work for it. The, the work ethic is deteriorating day by day by day. Accountability. What was that first thing you said, that first list uh, of things? That... More, more life skills. You know, a lot of them don't understand. Oh, no, you used, wait, you used the word reality at the beginning. What was that about? Correct. I, I don't think a lot of our students are in the realm of reality, and then when they turn 18 and they go out in the real world, they don't know what's waiting for them. So do you mean that kids should be taught specifically about, what, how to dress and talk when they go into a job interview, something like that? Correct. Financial literacy, job skills, how to conduct yourself in public. Mm-hmm. Okay, anything else you want us to know, Rich? No, just, be, you know... A lot of the basic skills are missing, like, because now people have the cell phones. So you can ask a lot of, you know, 11th graders, you know, what's 12 times 13? The first thing they do is pull out their phone. Monopoly now, you don't even have money anymore. Uh, Cumberland Farms dishes out the change because kids can't make change. Oh, they've got those automatic uh, registers that give out the coins? That's too funny. I mean, you want to have fun, show somebody an analog clock and ask them what time it is. That's the only way I can tell. Yeah, digital is what they know. Analog clock, they're like, I don't know. Come on. That's gross. Rich, thank you for the call. It's, it's, it's good to hear the uh, bad news from somebody who's inside the system. Let's go to Wallingford now. Tom is next on WTIC. Hi, Tom. How you doing? What's up? Yeah, I was just calling in uh, regards to uh, Matthew and... Uh, how he got upset about that little uh, sarcastic remark, I guess you can call. Uh, my question for him would be, you know, what if these students that don't want to be there, what if uh, the real problem is that they just uh, don't identify as students? Or or as humans, or as... Yeah, I mean, it's... Anything. It's, you know, this day and age, 2022, we can... Uh, we can let a seven-year-old decide if, uh, you know, what gender they want to be, but we can't let a uh, 16, 17-year-old high school student decide if they really want to be in school or not. I mean, it's just... Uh, well, 16 or 17, they have the legal right, don't they? Isn't age 16 the, when you can decide whether you want to go to school or not? 
Yeah, okay. So, but even if you wanted to say, you know, a kid that's uh, in middle school, you know, right. somebody that's right. 12, 13 years old. The thing is, it's I, I think for most kids, like I was miserable every second of school from second grade on. And I think that if the school is going to fail kids that miserably and not provide an alternative, just let you sit there and learn nothing for all those years, then uh, then we're going to have a failed system. We have to have a market-driven system that ha is vital and filled with a lot of different ideas and a lot of different people. Hi, you're on WTIC. Who's this? This is Josh from New Hartford. Hello, Josh. Thank you for the call. What's up? Uh, so I had a few things. I jotted down a little list here um, in regards to what's going on with the conversation. Now, what happened to truancy? I thought when I was a kid, I'm 40 years old now, but I thought uh, the parents were legally responsible to send their kids to school for so many days. Yeah, Josh, legal schmeagle. You don't win votes by enforcing laws against your citizens. And then another thing, uh, your conversation a little while back about, uh, I think it was Whitey Bulger a few hours ago, maybe, um, Psycho Killer came on in a little intro. I don't know if you know it or not, but then... Uh, I don't think okay. I talked about Whitey, so that must have been Tom who was on before me. Okay, I can't tell you all apart. I just love you no, all. No, that's so fine. That's fine. But, uh, and then this guy that called in, Matthew... Yep. He was taken out on you, the conversation he couldn't have with his father. <laughs> that's that's interesting. And I yeah, feel that's... like these last couple calls, they're so mean. They're almost, I thought they were roasting you. I didn't even think it was real. Oh, no, those are, uh, those are humorless people, I think. Well, and I that... mean, it's really just one. It was Victor. Was there somebody else who was mad at me? After Matthew? between Matthew and Victor, no, no, just the two of them. Yeah. So Matt, no, then, Matthew was uh, Matthew was very serious because he he confused something Dave said, I believe, because I didn't make any mention of gay kids, but I don't recall Dave mentioning it either. But um, it must have been Dave because it wasn't me. Well, it's just by chance I happen to be a gay man, white collar or excuse me, blue collar, Trump supporter, all that, and. Uh, I, I've never been offended by a single thing you say. Well, thank you for that. Now, I've got a question since you mentioned you're gay. Uh, how old are you? Can you tell us ballpark age? I'm 40. I was born in 81. So I was at a coffee shop this morning, and the person I was talking to, the barista, was telling me, about some, uh, telling me a story, basically, and he referred to the person as with a pronoun, a their pronoun, for a singular person, instead of, instead of he, he was yeah, I'm not using any of that. What are your thoughts about that? It's ridiculous. There's, I, I was listening to him early in the government or something. They're changing from like congressmen or whatever. They want to get rid of, um, you know, gender specific. It's our language. You can't. I mean, it's it's. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. They're trying to kidnap. But the interesting thing and the scary thing for me was I said to the guy, I've never heard anyone actually use a, an alternative pronoun in a sentence, an adult, say it in a sentence. And he said, well, I, all my friends, you know, this kid's probably, I don't know, 28 or something, 25, 28. And um, 
he said, all of my friends get on me because I don't use the pronouns that you're supposed to use. And so he said, I'm working hard. I tell him it's going to take me time. And I, it just bothered me that that there's this cultural brainwashing going on. I don't know where it's coming from. Well, I mean, as far as uh, somebody who chooses that sort of lifestyle, if you can pull it off as a lady and you look like it, then I'll say she or her or ma'am or whatever. But to all that, I still don't believe that that's right. But, I mean, uh, you know, there's supposed to be two genders. If you want to pretend to be the other, whatever. But all this in-between stuff is, I mean, how about this? As a, a, How about my pronouns are me and I? Go ahead and try that in conversation. Um, you, well, you can do a lot of crazy ones. I heard somebody say, somebody was doing commentary on this and said my... Uh, you know, why can't it be any form of speech? Why only pronouns? He said, my adjectives should be brilliant and handsome. And if we're going to require that people reorganize the language based on an individual uh, premise, why, why can't we require the whole language? Make them speak French about me. Or we could just change the time. I wanted to mention that, too. I, I wanted to say it's like the difference between metric and... Uh, and oh, that's interesting. English, or I don't know, old English, or what, what do they call our system? I don't even know. Somebody will call and tell us and be mad that I'm talking about it, though. I'm sorry, what's that, Josh? The difference between inches and centimeters. Yes, whatever. <laughs> the metric system and the, the Dewey Decimal. <laughs> I don't know what the other one's called. All right, thank you so much. Mike in Plainville. Hello, Mike. Hello. If I was to be elected governor, first act would be to repeal the Police Accountability Act. If I were a police chief in anywhere in Connecticut, big or small town, I would crack down on law enforcement, especially after midnight. I would increase patrols. Uh, I think things are uh, too lenient on people. Uh, driving up and down town and city streets, headlights out, impaired. Uh, if an officer pulls over a vehicle and the, the occupants happen to be black or Hispanic in a predominantly white neighborhood, they're accused of being racist. They would call me Judge Dredd. I would be known as Judge Dredd. In the would, you, would you wear dreadlocks? No, no dreadlocks. Oh. Well, why the, why the moniker Dredd then? Because they would dread you, you mean? Enforce the law to the letter. Because you'd be a tough guy. Gotcha, Mike. Thank you for that. Have a great weekend, Mike. 860-522-9842. This has been a, this has been a lively program so far. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, and we've got more fun coming. In the next half hour, Jim Watkins will be here, and we'll play some rants. And then last hour, we've got, um, we've got of course, it being Friday. Order Up is our food and restaurant show. It's our last hour of the week, and it comes as you're thinking about where you're going to go to dinner. Maybe you're even on your way there or whatever. And uh, what was that subject we talked about this morning is going to be our, our uh, main subject for today, Antonio. If you could have one celebrity chef or restaurant. Oh, a celebrity tour. chef. Yes. yes. To cook for you wherever you want, whenever you want. Order up order up your own celebrity chef, who would it be? 
Now, I'm not sure if that's a brilliant question or a bogus one. It could be either. We will find out. <laughs> but we'll have other questions in the ready to uh, make it a little richer. Oh, traffic time. Speaking of richer, it's Mark Christopher who makes, for every hour he works in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center, he gets a little bit richer. Hey, Mark. <laughs> That's a great statement. That's a great way to look at it. <laughs> we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. something from the Todd Feinberg show listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast all right let's play a few rants here get a little rant action going before Jim Watkins joins us 860-522-9842 hey Todd after finding out that the CDC was wrong about what they were doing I'm thinking that they were working with the Democrats to change our voting habits to get rid of Trump. Goodbye. Yeah, there's a good theory. Hi, Todd. Hey, I talked to you on the radio yesterday. First time I ever did that. And well, thank you for doing that. You're talking to me on the radio right now, too. That and uh, you made me feel comfortable, and I enjoyed it very much. What? I made you feel comfortable? I can't believe it. I got. I, I, this is better for the rant line. I've had, I'm um, 64, I got housing issues recently, and I've been reaching out to uh, Social Security and uh, the Winchester Housing Authority and legal people who are supposed to help seniors and yep. social directors of my city. And, and I'm like, when the phone don't ring, it's them. <laughs> and I paid their salaries for like 45 some odd years. I don't know how long. And it just cracks me up and I got a line for you and I'm going to be listening. I hope you'll use it. Just give me credit. Mitch from Winstead, Connecticut said government never gets any smaller. It just gets farther away. I love your show, Todd. That is a beautiful line. Thank you for that, Mitch. 
No, that's a great line. But I let you say it. I don't want to. I don't want to steal your thing. God, American patriot. Now that we know that Donald Trump stole top secret documents, I got a great American patriot. And today's event is all about what? 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 Uh, I'll have to call you back later. Bye. Did I mess that up, or you messed it up, or what? It's all. It's all jibble jabbled. Well, my, I'm just saying uh, that I told you down the line that when I recorded the rants, those were back-to-back. And that's kind of why I just mashed it up, just because I thought oh, it was I funny. See. It was ironic that they were next to each other. Gotcha. Hey, guys, Rick from Cromwell. I wonder if you can ask Tim what's more important in life. Was he saying something about Tim? Ask Tim? Hey, ask guys, Tim. Yeah. I wonder if you can ask Tim what's more important in life. The war in Ukraine that's killing people, or January 6th, the president. Thank you. Oh, well, everybody knows the answer to that. Come on, man. Good afternoon, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ned Lamont, the governor in the United, oops, I mean of uh, uh, Connecticut. Yeah, the Constipation State. <laughs> we have that little joke in the office. It's the Constipation State. Yeah, you know, I'm just calling about the my uh, running uh, opposition, Bob. Stefanowski. Yeah, he's a bad egg. I'm going to have the state troopers pick him up, and they'll give him a hard time. They could probably profile him. He looks like a gray guy. <laughs> a gray guy. Well, uh, <laughs> I, we didn't have enough time to, to do this whole ramp, but the governor has a good one, so we'll let him finish it a little later. And then we got order up coming up at 5 o'clock, our food and restaurant hour, and Jim Watkins coming up after this little breaky break. Show live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, Jim Watkins canceled. Little miscommunication. So uh, we've got more time, which is good. So I'll start the governor. I'll start the governor back at the beginning for his rant, so you can hear it all in continuity. Good afternoon, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ned Lamont, the governor in the United, oops, I mean of uh, uh, Connecticut. Yeah, the Constipation State. (laughs) We have that little joke in the office. It's the Constipation State. Yeah, you know, I'm just calling about my uh, running uh, opposition, Bob Stefanowski. Yeah, he's a bad egg. I'm going to have the state troopers pick him up. And they'll give him a hard time. They could probably profile him. He looks like a gray guy. And, uh, you know, I don't know why he doesn't release any good pictures of himself. I had to put on some bad pictures on the television of Bob Stefanowski. He looks all gray, mean looking. And, yeah, so I'm just going to have the state troopers pick him up. Yeah. Then they'll send him off to the, you know, up to the upstate there, to the big the big house up there and now then he can see what it's really like inside of a prison. And, uh, he's not getting my job. He's not getting my jacket. It says governor on it. I love that jacket. That's it's a, really that soft. Is a good I jacket. sleep with it. Sometimes it says 
Ned Lamont governor on my jacket. Just like the highway. And I really like it. And I'm not going to give it up. I'm not going to give it up. I'm not going to give it up. So don't vote for that guy. Vote for me, everybody. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. That was wonderful. A wonderful gubernatorial performance right there. I I get such delight out of the Ned impersonator, don't you? We now are in a stage two drought. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, me neither. Does the scale go to 10? And what happens then? We'll just have to wait to find out. Isn't it weird how, um, I mean, you can sort of feel the drought thing. They say, watch out for rain. It's going to rain. Sometimes Alexa will say, I just say to Alexa, like, listen to this. Alexa, is it going to rain? Oh, she's having a little stage fright issue. Let me try again. Alexa, is it going to rain? No rain is expected tonight. She just uh, she just tells you straight out. But if there was, she would say, uh, it's not. It's probably not going to rain today. There's a 47% chance at 10 p.m., she would say, or something like that. Isn't that nice how she does that? But you get the prediction, and they say showers, but the showers, maybe, maybe you get like three drops, and then it's gone. Well, I know some of the apps now, too, on your phone. It'll tell you, like, I think Yahoo Weather it is that I have on my phone. It'll tell me, like, five minutes before it's about to rain. And it's pretty accurate. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very localized now. Yeah. It's quite remarkable. It, and it'll tell you something a couple hours ago that's different from what it's telling you now. It does mm-hmm. updates that are very micro-focused. Absolutely. Hello! You know what it is? It's the wonderful world of computers. Hello, Kevin! What was that? Did you understand this call? Hello? I thought... <laughs> I had no idea what was going on I thought on it was going to be call. a performance of Hello, Dolly. Hello, Kevin! This is, this is your girlfriend that you calling with the sad, sad news that all these crazy folks here in Wyoming have refused to elect me to represent them in Washington, D.C., to represent all the bumpkins. It's unbelievable. Uh, a person like me who's ready to be president just like Oh, just like him. I have no idea what that was about. You think it was Themis, maybe? It's like, four, like... it's like four words I got out of that, like representing Washington, D.C. I don't even know the rest. There's a couple things. but I... something about her experience, yeah. maybe? Yeah. It sounded like it might have been Themis ranting about... I was thinking about <laughs> Themis this morning, how, how uh, shocked she must be. That... Yeah, she's fine. She'll just get a job at Eversource. Yeah, but that's not, you know, my sense of her is that everything is transactional. So, like, she got married to the Eversource guy just a couple of years ago, leading up to the campaign, it seemed to me, so that he could invest in her campaign, and they were going to win office together. He was going to provide the money. She was going to provide the cynicism and uh, talent. And now that failed. What are they supposed to do now? Now they're a married couple. They have to spend years together watching Netflix and eating popcorn. That's a big ask if you don't get the the electoral office along with it, don't you think? 
That's what comes with the game, I guess. <laughs> Anthony was making faces at me like I was being too uh, too out there, too hard. <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, yes, I couldn't get through to the uh, other line there. I just want to know why nobody's known about Nikolai Tesla. He had a whole bunch of equipment that could make the whole world run on nothing but except the world. You know, what was the deal? Water? There's This story's been going around. I remember hearing this when I was a kid about how there had been um, engines invented that would, I guess, magic motors that would run off of, run off of uh, water and stuff. And that, that the... Uh, the U.S. government or or rich companies, big companies like GM or somebody, took bought the copyrights or patents rather, and obliterated the you know basically buried the invention so they wouldn't have to put them out and ruin their business model. I believe it, but I don't see how that ruins your business model. I mean, basically, that's what Tesla is, right? That's what an electric car is—a magic motor where. You get to just plug it in. I mean, you do have to pay a little for it. It's not free, but you, water's not free either. You have to buy a little water to put in the water car, I assume. And you would do that at home. And they would double bill you, right? There'd be a water bill and a sewer bill based on it. <laughs> well, even if it wasn't, uh, even if it wasn't going down the sewer. And the U.S. government took it all away from them and locked it up. I'm just wondering where it went and why we don't have it right now. I mean, we don't need nuclear. We don't need gas. We don't need oil. We just need the planet to survive. Thank you. We will. I, I hear, hear people talking like I heard Elon Musk talk once about how we will have perpetual motion eventually. But, but it's complicated, and it's not necessarily that efficient for some reason. Anybody know about that, too? Those two things, the free transportation engine, you just add a little water. Well, it would be and, people like Elon to do that. I mean, yeah. imagine, especially with how politics are now, imagine if there's someone like Elon who has such a groundbreaking idea, like something like that. If government does cover it up, it will come out now. We're at a point where that can't happen again. We're in the information age. Someone will leak it. Um. I, Elon already talked about it. I think it was with Joe Rogan. And he was very matter-of-fact about it. It is doable, but there's two ways to do it. And the way we know how to do is too expensive energy-wise. And this is perpetual motion. And that it was some argument like that. So you're right. There is no way to hide it from us anymore. But if it was done, like if that caller knows that tesla invented what a hundred years ago when did tesla live early early part of the 20th century um then why isn't why doesn't everybody know all about it hi this is bill in bristol it's not fossil fuels there were never enough dinosaurs to supply the oil and it would take the billions of years and the earth is not a billions of years old i don't believe that when I was in eighth grade, I was in seventh grade, I was in geography. They don't have that now in schools. And I read two to three million years old. I have said to the teacher, well, who's there? who are they? They say they're two to three million years old. Scientists. Well, should we trust the science? <laughs> Certainly not with COVID. See, that's where we are in the world today, is government has made itself so suspicious 
so untrustworthy because of the way they lie to us. And remember, our source for all this information is Bernie Sanders, who told us it's the rigged system. All the trouble is the rigged system. Which means that everybody in power, especially holding elective office, has made deals with special interests that make democratic systems no longer viable because there's this invisible rigging that blocks them from responding to our desires. Uh, Jerry from Naugatuck. Jerry, what's happening? I just want to respond to uh, Reggie from uh, Hartford that uh, President uh, Trump has every right to declassify uh, the paperwork. Furthermore, he was cooperating with uh, the records, the historical records department, uh, the archives, for, for over six months. There was no hurry uh, and no no need for a raid. And uh, by the way, uh, President Obama, uh, for the past six years, has not complied with turning over 30 million sheets of paper for for his record because they're stored in a place in Chicago for for building uh, the Obama Library. So, with Obama getting away with it and Hillary with her server and breaking. Uh, uh, phones and all kind of other uh, anecdotes from uh, the Democrat Party. Uh, Reggie's argument doesn't have a leg to stand on. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Well, thank you, sir. Nice to hear from you. Todd, good afternoon. Just heard your uh, conversation with George Colley, which I thought was very good. That was yesterday. It thought occurs to me that uh, maybe we should force uh, Lamont's hand even a little bit more by suggesting that Bob Stefanowski come on air to answer caller questions. Uh, once a week, even twice a week, uh, through now, uh, through the camp, the end of the campaign, and make the same offer to King Ned to see if perhaps uh, we could force him to come on too. He doesn't have the guts to be able to do it. Would love to say another word. Help you well. Thank you. Uh, Jolly Ned can't come on here because I would ask him questions. He doesn't permit questions. He gets riled up by questions. He wants to be able to spew his rhetoric. And uh, I have a cousin that's a libertarian. Wait a sec. Isn't her name sometimes different? Michelle or something? Margaret. She says she's Margaret sometimes. Oh, yeah, Margaret. Yeah. And then she's Lisa other times. Well, which is it? Or is one the middle name? I I inquire. We have some callers that do this, too. Don't act like I don't know who you are. Well, there's nothing wrong with using a fake name. I encourage people to do it if they feel the need to maintain privacy. But but maintain the character yes. for us so we know who you are. Just have one fake name, please. Going Yes, going back and forth messes with our minds. And, and as you've heard today, we're not that sophisticated. So you're putting us under too much pressure. Yes, Tom. Hi, this is Lisa. And uh, I have a cousin that's a libertarian, and they're from Georgia. And I just want to let you know that they met a lady named Cynthia McKinley. And uh, she was kicked out of her own Democratic Party um, because... And then she became the Green Party uh, because she wanted to um, pledge allegiance to America and not foreign countries. So look her up. She's a nice lady, Cynthia McKinley. She became the Green Party? Like the Green Party is a woman? Yeah, I'm doing 80 on the highway this Oh, I don't think I heard this before. Yeah, I'm doing 80 on the highway this morning. Mm -hmm. And this guy flies by me. It must have been Anthony on his way to get a chicken parm. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be old. 
<laughs> yes, that's from a year ago. That's I, good. I grabbed a couple oldies. From I will a year say ago. I am thrilled with the police finally enforcing something on Avon Mountain and on the Farmington Highway with Wait, insane speeders. What are they speeders. doing on Avon Mountain? I haven't seen it. Someone was clocked going like. 95 oh, miles per hour oh, yeah. on a 35 and then someone with clock going 135 on the highway isn't, isn't that amazing this is what i talk about constantly you guys are terrible drivers in the state and i'm superior that's i'll continue not, to harp on mean that. they're bad drivers doesn't it take incredible ability no, they're, they're reckless they're reckless the car at that speed they're reckless and careless and they have no regard for others for human life yes no regard. <laughs> yes, no regard. Hi, Todd. Thanks for the opportunity. Here's my rant. If the U.S. is still around some years from now... Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, we can't. I'm sorry. We can't. I love you in the mirror. What is it? Let's hear it, Mark. Now all of a sudden she started knocking him down <laughs> She started to rock and I looked in the mirror. Red light was blinking. The cops was after my hot rod Lincoln. Yvonne <laughs> Mountain, baby. Not a yeah, good place where baby. you want to be going 120. Fly um, down that mountain, huh? Yeah. 10% uh, grade going uh, from West Hartford into Avon. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.